Iowa everywhere. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cyclone Sundays with Ben Bruns, powered by Kelderman Manufacturing. From the Channel Seat Studios, this is IOI Everywhere. Welcome into Cyclone Sunday, presented by Kelderman Manufacturing from the Channel Seat Studios. I'm Aiden Wyatt, joined as always by Ben Bruns. Ben, Iowa State, a loss last night, 28-21 against Kansas but this isn't you know this isn't the Kansas two three years ago this is a legit very good football team what'd you think yeah they are a really good football team and I think you know I was as surprised as the Iowa State coaching staff was about how Kansas defensive line particularly the interior guys uh dominated Iowa State for three quarters you know we we had seen Iowa State's offensive line uh play really good football in the last month and for the first three quarters of this game, I mean, they just got thrown around uh, on the inside. Uh, fourth quarter, some coverage saying, look, the play calling was mediocre, blah, 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 uh, or, or pedestrian. I'm like, I don't think so. You know, I just think um, based on the looks that we're, we're getting a six-man box a bunch of the time, um, you know, with, with a six or seven-man run look. And that's what you want, right? You, you need to be able to do that. Two high safeties. You're not going to be able to throw it down the field consistently in that setting. Uh, the safeties weren't up in the run game, but the problem was we just couldn't block the guys at the point of attack. And um, and then once once you started missing, you know those blocks, then uh, you know then it um, then the linebackers start making plays too, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just because you're not able to clean up the second level if you can't take care of the first and. Uh, you know, as the game went on, uh, Iowa State found some wrinkles to to improve it. But I am certain that the staff had, you know, no 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 idea that um, you know that um, offensive tape was going to be as gruesome as it as it was for at least the first half and most of the third quarter too. Did it seem to you like maybe Iowa State reverted a little bit back to? their style of offense in weeks one through three. Yeah. You know that. So, so Randy uh, or, or Travis Hines, one or the other said that in, in his com. like, I don't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. I, I think part of the problem was you're getting a give read because of how the linebackers are playing, mm-hmm. but, but you can't win at the point of attack. So, you know, it, it's, you gotta have a read uh, 
approach and, and maybe as the game went on um you know we started certainly the the touchdown Rocco had that um you know lead counter quarterback lead counter uh was a nice change up but you're not gonna make a living doing that all the time right and and Rocco's running his butt off out there trying to make something happen when you know protection isn't there for very long uh I just thought KU's defensive line was a lot better than Iowa State's offensive line for three quarters um, fourth quarter, you know, not as much. Um, Iowa State fought back and played really well. I also thought it was one of the worst officiated games I've seen, right? Just atrocious uh, from from the officials. Um, from, you know, starting the clock at the wrong time uh, after the penalty. That, that was the play Matt was really freaked out about um, on the first and five. We ended up scoring on that drive anyway, but, you know, um, saying he stepped out of bounds because you're not in good position down the down the uh, sideline because you're not actually running the way you're supposed to run that guy is supposed to run to the end zone and instead he stops and turns and you know the play runs by him and he calls him out of bounds on a guess right it's just awful and i think we need to clarify too that was not a reviewable play it's not a reviewable play because if they if they call him down at the one you can go back and say, yep, stepped out yep. of bounds at the, at the 31 yard line. Yep. But if you step out, if they say, blow it dead, 31, yep. you can't give them more yards after the play. It's, no, not, yeah, I, I don't blame the replay official at all um, right. or the rest of the crew, right? It was one guy who screwed that thing up and there's no, there's no coming back from it. Um, you know, the Caleb Bacon um, uh, fumble, the, the strip that he had, right? That play had not been blown dead when he had possession of the ball. Now, was his forward progress stopped? Yes, it was. But they hadn't blown the whistle yet when he got possession of the ball. You know, so it's just like mm-hmm. uh, these guys aren't perfect. They're they're human just like anybody else. Right. And, and certainly a bigger story in this was Iowa State's injuries in the secondary, you know, forcing um, a, a situation where every big play that KU wanted, they just went at, at, at our backup, right? They just went right at him. And, you know... Um, and we got dominated in that aspect of the game, right? Um, and, and by the way, they saved it for the plays they needed. Pretty smart, right? Yeah. You don't go to the well all the time, right? Because at some point, you know, Iowa State's going to make an adjustment. But, um, you know, the big catch early in the fourth quarter, uh, not the touchdown play. The touchdown play was an example of, you know, biting too hard on the run and, and you know, um, totally vacating your zone. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I, I, yeah, um, that, that's a problem, right? Iowa State's starting two safeties can really, really, really play. But from there, um, you know, um, it's a young squad and, and, um, you know, we're asking guys to do things that, um, you know, if you had more depth there, um, you wouldn't have to ask them to do. And, and, uh, you know, some of that comes from, um, just the portal, right? We lost a safety in the portal. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it's a young football team, uh, that's going to learn something from yesterday and, uh, continue growing up and, and, but some of what we saw from the defense was some of what we saw back when Verdon was hurt, uh, you know, a month ago and, uh, and those big plays, right. It's pretty easy to pick out, um, Hey, find that guy and throw the ball at him, right? Right. Before we stray away too far from Kansas, I want to get your thoughts on this. To me, I thought Matt Campbell was kind of the walkaway 
coach of the year in the Big 12. I thought this was his best job that he's had in eight years now. Hmm. Um, in terms of all the adversity in the offseason, all the young guys, yeah. and he's put together a really good football team. I think it's Lance Leipold now. Yeah, I mean, uh, Coach Leipold does a really good job, right? So let, let's just say that. I mean, I think both both these guys are really outstanding coaches. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it was a well-coached game on on both sides. Um, I, I think um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens down the stretch, right? Iowa State has three difficult games. I mean, you know, a 9 p.m. Central kick is bizarre. And... Um, you know, certainly plays into the into BYU's favor as uh, Iowa State goes out there. But um, you know, if somebody doesn't stop Texas, it's going to be it's it's going to be their guy, right? And and I think uh, I think Chris Kleiman absolutely outcoached uh, you know Sarkeesian on mm-hmm. uh, uh, yesterday. But um, you got to have a kicker make a couple kicks, right? Right. Um, so I, I think Leipold, Kleiman uh, are, are both right there. Mike Gundy has turned this thing around yeah, in a, an amazing way, right? What, what they did yesterday is awesome. And hats off to them because, you know, uh, I, I got no love for OU. I got no love for Texas, right? None of us do. Um, I would love to see a championship game where neither of those schools are in it. But mm-hmm. it feels at this point like it would – it would be very unlikely for Texas to not be in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. So we talk some Rocco Beck here. Yeah, yeah. 26, 216 yards, one costly interception. Didn't seem like he played bad, though, by any means. I think he was 12 for 13 in the second half. Just the one play, you know? Yeah, I thought he was a magician in comparison to some of the protection that he had, right? I mean, there were guys flying at him everywhere. I, I liked the blitz package. Um, and when KU brought pressure, I thought they did a nice job of, of turning the dial up to make it unpredictable. Um, and I think Rocco handled it really, really, really well. I mean, it was just one ball that floated out a little bit and, and got away from him um, on the interception. So, uh, yeah, he, he, he just continues to impress. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he would say, that you know he's got to be better we got to be better all, all that stuff but um he really is doing the deal and uh, and it's it's fun to watch i mean um you can't ask for better play out of you know somebody with his degree of experience and um he he absolutely threw a couple guys open while he was scrambling um you know high level play how encouraged are you still with this Iowa State team? I still think we're we're I've never seen a team improve so much in, you know, this short period of time. Never. Um and and you know, it's obvious how there's a there's a, a big differential between different levels, um, especially in the secondary. Um you don't see that in the other position groups, by the way. I mean, I think um but that safety position is one that um you know, is, is an area that, um, when we get healthy again, um, we're going to be really good. Uh, we got to stay healthy, but, um, you know, uh, in my opinion, Iowa state's offensive line took a step back yesterday, um, for three quarters and, and in the fourth quarter played winning football. So, you know, what do you do with that? Right. Um, 
you know, I, I think um, I, I just I, I can't tell you what a good job of coaching, um, you know, our, our offensive line and tight end uh, room has has done this year. I think Clanton has um, done a phenomenal job. And so there'll be a lot that they can look at on that film and say, OK, where did this break down? Right. First step, second step, you know, um, your, your leverage wasn't in the right spot. Your aiming point was in the right spot or as you as you uh, attacked and fit in right you allowed the guy to to uh you know twist and bend in and throw you right um that's the part that really impressed me about KU's uh defensive front was was how good they were at, at turning their body and making themselves skinny big guys like big guys being able to bend and and turn and you know shed and, um, you know, it wasn't like Iowa State started the blocks in bad positions. There were a couple of times where we were, we were a little off our landmark. But for the most part, it was like when, once the fit happened, KU won. And so there's not a lot that you can do about that week to week. That is get bigger, get stronger, you know, develop um, and, and uh, learn to be able to take and apply leverage better over time. Right. Um but Iowa State's going to see a couple of really good D-lines coming up. I mean, that Texas D-line does the same stuff, right? They're every bit as physical there. Every bit as good at, at um, being able to, to shed and, and move um, and, and stuff you at the point of attack. Uh, K-State has uh, a couple guys who are really good like that, too. So, um, you know, I think there's opportunity to, to see how much better uh, this group can be in, in the next three weeks. Um, and you know they're not going to see that out of BYU, right? BYU doesn't have those kinds of guys who can who can do that stuff. So, you know, uh, lace it up, go out, and, and uh, you know, to the question of the backside pressure and the counter and that kind of stuff, um, you know, not being as prevalent in this game, I think Iowa State's going to have to say to themselves, what do we do when we do get stuffed at the point of attack and we're running this read up this read game all the time, right? We got to have an answer for that, where we hold the backside and pressure the backside, um, even though it's a it's a give read. Um, so I think that's something the coaching staff will, will talk about and, and uh, you know, continue to develop. But um, I feel really good about him. How about you, Aiden? Yeah, see, I'm a giant weirdo. These close games. I love them because it's like, you know, you're almost there. Yeah. And with a young team like this, it makes me kind of excited to think. You know, they compete, like we've said, Kansas is a very good team, yeah. very well coached. Yeah. They have a lot of great players. Bean is the best backup quarterback in the country, you know? Yeah, yeah he's he's really good, and yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, don't you think the way they fought back, right? Uh, and, and, I mean, it really felt to me, I wasn't there, so I, I, can't, I can't say, but it just seems like we kind of ran out of time, right? Um, is that how it felt in the stadium? At one point, when it was 21 to 11, that was the most the crowd was in the game. Mm, yeah. Then they get the 80-yard touchdown. Yeah. And it kind of deflated from there. Yeah. Well, you know, then you're climbing back out of another hole. But you did it again, right? You come yeah. back and you get another score. It's like, look, just just give us another shot. I mean, um, but that was a big play. And, and what a great play design, right? Run fake, mm -hmm. um, you know. Uh, get a pitch man out there, which, which makes the force player come up. Right. And, you know, um, we may have been playing assignment football um, when, when Thompson uh, came up on that. Um, 
and and it's just you know they forced the rotation all the way uh, across the field. Verdun uh, was close, but uh, you know you can't you can't get all the way from that weak side third over the top to the middle um, on a deep shot like that uh, when it happens that fast. And um, you know so that'd be interesting to to it would be interesting to to know how that play should have been defended um, because it just feels like it's a case of, of uh, Kansas, you know, calling the right thing at the right time and, and Iowa state, um, you know, not executing um, the best way to defend it. Um, but again, you know, I, I had an experience um, when I was a freshman uh, against Wyoming and um, they ran a stunt that I'd never seen before. I mean, it, it wasn't anything that I I had understood about uh, what our scheme was to to try and um, pick up. They actually took the weak side end. Uh, we were sliding the protection that way, and he came all the way to the uh, B gap on the uh, on my side. Um, and you know, my assignment was linebacker to uh, down lineman to linebacker. Well, linebacker hung right but i didn't know that this that this uh, thing was coming all the way around until it was too late it was a strip sack for a touchdown and uh you know um steve loney our offensive coordinator was was pretty harsh with me after that and um you know i uh i i'd never seen it before i didn't know right and and um you know now i know but um, at the time I didn't know, well, maybe, maybe Thompson's in that same place, right? right. Or, or just, um, never seen that before. Don't, don't know how to defend it. Um, and you know, well, next thing you know, it's out the gate. So we're asking a lot from young guys. And, and so, uh, every single opportunity is a learning opportunity. And, and, you know, um, the part that was, you know, Good for me in my career is I, I learned and I grew and I you know um, figured out how to do things different and uh, maybe how to ask better questions um, and and um, you know all of these guys who who you know um, are doing going through this for the first time um, are in that same place right and I, I think the cool part about it is the staff is um, you know a really caring uh, group that you know will help um will help them be their best how do you feel about iowa state's chances of a bowl game you go to byu get texas at home in november so yeah. you know could yeah. get weird yeah and then uh, you hit the road for k-state yeah i like our chances i really do I, I i think um i don't think there's a reason why any of those three games aren't winnable so i i'm not willing to sit here and say we're going to win one of those three i'm i'm willing to sit here and say I, I think we have a chance to win two or three of those um and I think they should too, right? Um, so, um, getting guys healthy and and uh, you know I don't know the status of Cooper's injury. That's a big that's a big deal. Um, yeah, I mean you look at the last year and a half. If Verdon or Cooper's not on the field, you know it's it's a totally different defense. Yeah, yeah, yep. And you know, um, again, it, it comes down to um, how do you how does the staff continue to develop guys right in that back end to, to um, be able to step in um, and, and play differently at times? Um, you know, um, 
hard to do week to week, right? But there'll be a great deal of learning that takes place this week and, and um, you know, we'll be better for it. So um, <clears throat> I, I think um, hats off to this coaching staff for the work that they've done this year. Hats off to these kids for the for the growth that they've had this year. And, and um, you know, they're going to continue to to be challenged and continue to grow. And, you know, um, it's going to, it's going to be a, uh, if you had to say where this season, we, we don't know the outcome of this season yet, Aiden, but if you had to say right now, uh, what's your view on Iowa state football this year? Um, I got to believe it's super positive, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I kind of approach this year as, TJ Altsberger's first year where it was like, all right, we got a lot of guys that we don't know a lot about. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And they're sitting in a decent spot in the second week of November, heading into the second week of November. Played some really good football, some really good football in the last, you know, five weeks. And, and, um, you know, uh, I, I think, I mean, you, you heard coach talk about, uh, attention to detail and some of those kinds of things. Um, yesterday there were times where we just got a good old fashioned whipping, uh, but you know, um, I, I think, um, at, at, at positions, right. Um, but we also administered one in a bunch of cases, right. Our D line, uh, I thought played amazing. And if you, if you told me that Devin Neal was going to be well short of hundred yards, uh, coming into this game and, and that KU wouldn't run it for hundred, I would tell you, we absolutely are going to win that football game. But, uh, the wild card was, was the, um, Cooper injury. And, you know, that, that's where the points came from. So such is life. Such is life. All right. Ben, thank you for your time as always. We now send it to our channel season of the week, Dustin Fouch. Okay, we now welcome into the Channel Seed Studios, my man Dustin Fouch. This is Cyclone Sunday presented by Keller Manufacturing. Dustin, what did you think of the game yesterday? I said, I my win streak's done. My win streak's over. I, I was three and zero, oh, and now I'm three and one. I I thought I was the good luck charm, but I I wasn't. But uh, yeah, frustrating, and you know maybe kind of just a reality check to how young this team is and how good Kansas is, right? Mm -hmm. Um, that's not your grandpa's Kansas team for sure. And uh, I mean, we were kind of exposed. You can tell they watched a lot of tape, and they got a good coach, and they got a lot of good players. So I guess yeah, if there was one uh, one takeaway from last night, it was. Um, you know, kind of a reality check, I think. And uh, I think that, you know, was probably, I think that's the best team we've played all year. I think that team's better than Oklahoma. And I can back that up by saying that that team beat Oklahoma. So, um, yeah, reality check. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. What do you think went wrong for Iowa State yesterday? You know, uh, you know, the offensive scheme, I mean, it seems like they kind of backtracked a little bit. I'm not sure what that was all about. Didn't really air it out. Um, Rocco didn't have a bad game. The pick six was... That was tough, that was, you know, just yeah, like the Iowa was the game. Killer. It was, it was the killer. And, um, you know, maybe that gave him some cold feet. But when you look at, when you look at Rocco's stat line, it's, it's good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we really, we really missed a, a Cooper in the secondary. I mean, they, the, the, that, those Kansas coaches keyed on that position all night mm -hmm. long. And that, that's where a lot of the big plays were given up. So, you know, missing Cooper. Um, the offensive scheme was a little off. Maybe the O-line took a little step backwards. But, you know, that Kansas D is is good. So it just goes back to Kansas being that good. We've came a long ways this year. I think we played that game in the early in, you know, early in the season. We probably get smashed. But, you know, we made a game out of it. So uh, just, you know, reality check time. Um, and 
the whole season. You know, when I talked to you after the UNI game, I, you know, after everything this team's gone through with the gambling stuff and all the setbacks, the young players playing, six wins I thought was the goal the whole season. And we're, it's still attainable. So, you know, we're, we're going to be okay. This is a young team that's still got a shot at a bowl game, and I think that's all we can ask for. How do you feel about Iowa State's chances heading to BYU? Man, then, they got— I mean, if you want to look ahead even, you know, the last uh, yeah, three games. Ahead, right? Uh, so you get Texas at home and then finish the year at K-State. Uh, you know, BYU got boat raced yesterday by West Virginia. Um, man, what how, what is what is BYU? Are they good? Are they bad? I, I don't I don't know if we got a feel for it. That's probably the most winnable game on the schedule that's left. It's too bad that they play it at like three o'clock in the morning out in the mountains somewhere. I mean, that's going to be tough. The night that late kick at what is it nine or nine thirty? I think nine fifteen central. Just something about going out west. Um, it is going to be tough. The time change is going to be tough. I don't know if the altitude is going to be tough. The whole the, the environment is going to be tough, but that's probably the most winnable game. Um, I, I like our chances. I, I mean, I think we're more talented than BYU, but you you put all those other things up against us. You know, the time change, the travel. Um, that's going to be tough. But I don't know. We might go in there as a slight favorite. We'll see. Um, but yeah, we. It'd be great to go out there and get that sixth win. And then, you know, the last two, it kind of takes pressure off those last two games there. You go out there and you lose, you need you need to split the last two. And then probably the two toughest games of the year, Texas mm-hmm. coming here and then uh, us going to K-State. Those are going to be, man, K-State's good. They're, yeah. they're, 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 that's going to be tough. And they're always tough. So we need to get this win next week. Um, it, it, if not, it's going to make those last two games, ex- uh, it's going to crank the pressure up for sure. Yep. Any last oh. thoughts before we get out of here? Yeah, you know, I, I I just got one funny thing. So you know, we're, we we me and me and my wife took all four of our kids to the game yesterday, and they were pumped, and the weather was awesome, and it was just like this perfect day, you know. And you know, you just you know the black uniforms, the night game, the weather. Brock Purdy's there. Everything's just lighted up. Like there's no way we're gonna lose this game. You know, this is just every the fireworks before the game, everything. And you know, we get a slow start. And they start getting some bad vibes, and then we kind of make a comeback, and my kids are just, like, all into it, right? And we get—we come down, and we score that touchdown, and go down three with, like, eight or nine minutes left, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the place is rocking, and then they play Juicy Wiggle, and it's just—my kids are just jumping and hollering, and everybody's high-fiving. And then give it to the Kansas. They come out and just punch us right in the face with an 80-yard touchdown pass and suck the air out of the whole stadium. And you could have heard a pin drop after that. And I look over, and my seven-year-old looks at me, and she goes, well, Dad, at least we got to be happy for a little while. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I, She's going to be a great Iowa State fan. Yeah, 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 she's already like, yeah, it's already burnt into her. Like, we got to be happy for a little while, Dad. That was that was nice. So, anyway, I don't know. I'll leave it with you. That was a reality check. We've got a good young team. This team's just going to keep getting better. The future's bright. Throw Texas and Oklahoma out of this league next year, and you bring you know eighty percent of this roster back. I mean, there it's it's a bright future for this team. So I, I don't know. I'm optimistic, but that's the Iowa State fan in me too, right? Yep, yep. So well said, Dustin. Thank okay. you, time as always. This has yep. been Cyclone Sunday, presented by Keller Manufacturing from the Chance Lead Studios. We'll see you next time. Iowa everywhere.